Blog Talk Radio. Now let's join Holly Steffi and Red Velvet Media as we explore the inspirational worlds of music, media, and more. Beautiful piece of music. That is Lux Lang um, on his, and that's the song called After the Storm. Welcome to Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio for a special edition today. It's World Water Day, and I have Sandy Fox, um, who is with me um, from H2OM, and also um, the Love Planet Foundation, and a few other things, really exciting things. And we're going to be talking about water today and how you can make World Water Day. Um, better for you and have a little more education on it. The chat room is open. If anyone would like to call in, the number is 347-677-1036. And um, Sandy, are you there? Hi, Holly. <laughs> so happy World Water Day. I know. Happy <laughs> World Water Day to you, too. That's yeah. awesome. And I opened up with um, a song that's beautiful. And I want to say also, Lex does the voiceover for my introduction for my shows and that's his original piece of music that you hear in the background for red velvet media that he created for us so we're really excited to have you here sandy and um to talk about world water day and about um what we can do and all the different things that are going on today and i know that we're maybe going to be getting some calls from some other people today hopefully um edward uh, patrick will be calling us from Unify that's doing the global meditation today. But um, 
Meanwhile, let's talk about what we're going to do today. Um, we have a meditation as well that Lex did that we're going to be ending our show with today. That's a really cool water meditation that um, he created. And um, let's talk about World Water Day and a little bit about the background on it and what more better to know from you that are H2O water goddess here. Thanks, Holly. First of all, thanks so much for doing a special show today. Water is so important. It's probably the least studied in the world and the one element that we just take for granted. And I believe that's because we are water. We are are bodies of water that live on a water planet. So that is, you know, our bodies are over 75% water and our planet is the same as well. So I think that's why we just take it for granted that water is everywhere and available, but it actually is a very finite uh, source. So we have to really uh, be, uh, you know, mindful of water in every single way that we use it and uh, mindful also uh, the new studies coming out uh specifically with Dr. Masori Emoto, that water is a reflection of us. It is um, a living uh, source of life and that it um, carries our thoughts uh, and, and memories and um, our, our emotions, everything is reflected in water. So it's like reflecting back to us and it's um, responding to us. It is really the life force of all living things on our planet. So, um, you know, water is a very large, wide subject. There's so many things to talk about from the physical properties, the environmental issues with water, the political issues with water, and then the spiritual and ethereal uh, parts of water, which is like what unifies or connects all life on earth. So really having that uh, reverence and love and gratitude, showing our love and gratitude towards water is so, so very important because water is constantly responding and uh, working with us uh, on this planet. So, um, yes, World Water Day. Um, in, two, in 1992, the United Nations started the uh, Decade for Water, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Water for Life. And it was a, the theme was water and sustainable development. 2.5 billion people out of the 8 billion people on our planet were without access to clean water and clean sanitation. And that's that a people. large wow. portion of our planet that mm-hmm. um, a child dies every five seconds because of lack of clean water and sanitation. So that mm-hmm. was their goal. And the goal ended this year in 2015. And we have not met those goals of remedying those areas um, in third world countries and underdeveloped countries to bring clean water. Um, part of one of the projects that we work with specifically is the Zamburu project. And since yep. 2005, they've drilled over 70 clean water wells. And this is a very small organization uh, run by Kristen Kaczynski mm-hmm. and um, Lucas Lequali in, uh, in Kenya in the Zamburu district of Kenra. But they have done amazing work um, drilling these clean water wells. All of the money goes to building these wells. And they've brought clean water to over 70,000 people. And that's just a two-, three-person operation. So imagine what we could do 
You know, if we all just, you know, made that donation of $20, $20 buys a person water for life. So we can really change the face of their lives forever. The women and young girls, um, they have to walk up to 12 hours a day, up to, you know, 20 miles a day to find clean water. And um, when they have a clean water well in their village, they can create farming, um, agricultural opportunities. The young girls get to go to school and become educated. The women craft and sell their crafts and trade with other villages. It just changes everything. Uh, And the animals in the environment as well have clean water so livestock and everything can sustain. Why don't I give out um, their website? website Yeah, that would be wonderful. Because I have it here. uh Yeah, it's um, The Samburu Projects. It's the and then s a m b r u p r o j e c t dot org, and um, it, it's really interesting um, because I know Kristen. We've done work with Kristen before. We had her on, I think, a couple years ago or a year ago, and I know this is near and dear to your heart. Also, Lucy's involved in this, isn't she? Uh, Lucy's just a woman from Zamburu, so she, uh-huh. when she's in the United States, she helps support, like, speak to the public on mm-hmm. what life is like as a woman in, in Kenya and living, yep. you know, growing up in that environment. Um, Kristen heads up the or- organization, and she does an amazing job. She's such an inspiration. As a woman who was in Hollywood and in the film industry and in development at Paramount Pictures and on just one trip to Zamburu, she fell in love with the women and the children there and said, I've got to do something to make a difference. And mm-hmm. I can't leave this place knowing what I know, that they are without water and not do something. And she quit her job. She started the Zamburu Project, and she started drilling wells. And um, I think it's amazing to see what just one person acting on that Oh, yeah. Can do. And they're on Facebook as well. And they have yes, the Zamburu Project is on Facebook yeah. and Twitter. And on April 19th is the mm-hmm. sixth annual Walk for Water. And um, you can go to razoo.com um, and you can put in the Zamburu Project. You can click on my fundraising walk or anybody's there to donate. And uh, we're all raising money together just to build more wells and just to keep the project moving forward. And it really is amazing to think of the gift that you could give someone. Um, We take for granted. We wake up in the morning. We have our glass of water. We're cooking Mm -hmm. all day. We're watering our lawns. We're washing our cars. I mean, these people have to walk miles and hours for just a jug of dirty water. So, you know, just thinking like that for just a few Starbucks lattes or the price of, you know, a sandwich, you could give someone the gift of water for life. And I'm very passionate about it. I, I just seen it firsthand. I've seen the change and what she's been able to do. And um, it's just completely inspiring to me that if we were to give one gift to a person in the world, and it, it would be clean water. Yeah, no, that's important. I think to a lot of people, and so again, they are on Facebook as well. And Sandy, let's talk a little bit about what you've personally done. I know that you've um, you were talking about water responding to messages and stuff like that, which you were you are a Hado instructor, um, and I know that's really important to you too as well. 
with um, Dr. Emoto that you did a lot of work with him, and I think that's really important that we discuss um, how water reacts on a spiritual level to the intentions because your company, H2OM, the water with water with intention, think it while you drink it, is amazing. I mean, it's just such such a cool thing to do, you know, and uh, I think that Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, okay, thank you. Yes, it was it was uh, over ten years ago in 2004 that my husband uh-huh. and I were doing a meditation uh, overlooking the ocean in Hawaii, and we just decided at the end of this meditation to send our love and peace and blessings into the water, and that the water would take it all over the world. And it was just a beautiful idea. At the end of our meditation, we walk into town for breakfast, and on our table. Someone left a magazine, and on the cover of the magazine, it said, Send your blessings into the water, the work of Dr. Masaru Emoto. No one knew of this Japanese researcher at the time in 2004 in the United States. The article was written by a sound healer, and um, it was just really interesting that we were synchronicity, the synchronicity of what we were doing, and then finding that article. We came home, we started writing words on our bottles of water and on our glasses of water, and uh, about six months later, we were invited to a screening of a movie, What the Bleep Do We Know?, and um, we saw Dr. Emoto's presence in the movie and the water crystals, and the next morning, my husband Lex woke up. He was awakened at 5 a.m. with this powerful download of a cosmic download of an image on projected on the wall and it was h2 ohm water with intention and all the beautiful words love peace joy gratitude prosperity perfect health and we just said wow that is such a powerful idea we, it like it really grabbed us and we couldn't not continue the journey with it. So we created H2OM in 2004. We launched the company in 2006. At the same time, we met Dr. Emoto in Los Angeles and started supporting his work through our water brand and, you know, working together. We studied under him and became HADO instructors. And HADO is the Japanese word for the subtle, subtle vibrational energy of all living things and all life. And so we, we spent 10 years traveling with him and studying with him. And he passed last year on um, October 17th. Um, and, uh, we, you know, very suddenly on tour, he was in China and became sick with pneumonia. But, you know, we're still carrying on his work, all the HADO instructors. Yep. Um, that work with Dr. Emoto and all the HADO instructors to be trained now by the family are going to continue his work. And that's really what he did. It was his love to reach children and to educate children, and that's what the Emoto Peace Project is about. And mm-hmm. um, if anyone can go to the main website, which is www.hadoworld.com, and that will connect to all the HADO sites, and they can learn about everything they would want to know about Dr. Emoto, his research, his projects, the Emoto Peace Project, the children's books, and how they can either study uh, at the upcoming HADO schools or support uh, the Emoto Peace Project. And like I said, he, he really prepared for the day when he would no longer 
ever be here, that he wanted, he trained 350 of us around the world to carry on this message and this work that water is alive, water is the conduit for spirit, and that water is responding to us. So if our thoughts are polluted, if our emotions are, uh, you know, uh, angry or negative thinking or upset, that will reflect not only in our physical body of water, but in our environment. So the consciousness of humanity greatly affects the pollution and the physical disturbances in our environment because the environment is just an extension of us. And I think when people realize that connection or are able to feel that connection. We feel it in nature when we live in big cities and we're kind of caught in this materialistic world. We're disconnected from it. But the Native peoples and Indigenous peoples of our world never have been disconnected. And they have great lessons to teach us about that connection, that we are all related. And and whatever we do has an effect on not only each other, our water, but our environment. So it's very powerful work, and um, I just, you know, encourage everyone who's curious or haven't heard about him to check out um, The Hidden Messages in Water, his very first book that hit the U.S., and then all of his materials at um, www.hotoworld.com, and that connects to mm-hmm. all the other sites. Um, all the other And then websites. let's give out your website, too, for H2On Water, because you are yeah. also... The official water for the Chopra Center, which is really cool because there you get to go even deeper into some spiritual meditation and meaningful meaning behind the water with intention with uh, the Chopra Center, which is cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You Um, know? We started working, uh, our website is www.h2omwater.com, h2omwater.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, this will be our fourth year as the official water of the Chopra Center and working closely with Deepak Chopra and the team at the Chopra University. And Lex and I, as founders of H2OM, have um been given the gift to study with um, Deepak Chopra. We became meditation instructors um, last year certified. This year we're focusing on the Perfect Health Program. Um, But yes, you're right, diving deeper into this work and this connection of how stilling the waters within uh, through meditation, through a healthy lifestyle how that has a great effect on consciousness and humanity and what's being reflected in the world around us. So if we are at war with ourselves, if we have, you know, destructive thoughts about ourselves and we are not at peace within ourselves, we we will not see that peace reflected in our environment. And that again, that goes back to that connection that everything is connected and to our consciousness. And we, the more of us, that tipping point is the more of us that come together in that peaceful, uh, loving state, uh, we can create a shift on the planet. And it will actually, you will see our planet begin to heal. Oh, yeah, Um, absolutely. So it really does start within, and, you know, we're Mm -hmm. 
we're learning more and more about that. There's science behind that. So, uh, so that's very, very exciting. These, this science goes all the way back to the Vedas, um, the ancient sages that, you know, where the very first language uh, was written in Sanskrit. And so these are the books and the teachings that the Chopra Center uh, has really translated for the mainstream uh, masses to understand these ancient, ancient teachings. And I think that's really Deepak's gift. He is a bridge, and he has been able to take these teachings and um, really translate them for you know everyone to completely assimilate and understand them, and then and then apply them in a practical way to your to our everyday life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's very very exciting, and um, I don't know if um, if you have a vision board, if you've worked on vision boards in your life, and the power of creating, uh, the power of your intention and setting your intention. Uh, f- uh, five years before we became the official water of the Chopra Center, we had H two O and the Chopra Center on our vision board. So it was it was just one of those manifestations, and the water for you know Lex for myself and for my husband. And Lex, you know, we've been over 25 years in the entertainment industry as actors, voice actors, producers. Lex writes music, and um, you know, when the water yeah, opened up with our, his music, it's beautiful. Yeah, uh, creative artists. You know, our whole entire lives. Mm-hmm. When the water project came to us, it was like it took us on a journey. And so that's also something that, you know, inspiration does when, a pro- when some in- something inspires you and just takes you. Um, if you don't try to control it or make things happen when you want them to happen and just really go with the flow, literally, water as a teacher, so many uh, powerful teachings to just go with the flow. And um, it's taken us on quite a journey and continues to do so today and really led us to some amazing teachings and luminaries and a, a personal love and passion that I have to educate children and um, adults as well just on water itself, the environment, and how we can all do just very small little steps to make a difference and to really, um, you know, see water in, in a new way that, you know, it's working with us and it's a big part of us and it it is the source of all life. And we, it, we're really, it's, you know, our covenant is we are the stewards of this planet and we are the keepers of our environment and it is our job to care for it and to not just use things up and go, well, I'm not going to be here, you know, I'm only, I'll be gone and then what do I care? You know, we have to think long term and for the next seven generations and more that every every act that we take and our accountability to our environment is very very important oh yeah absolutely now you know um i know you've been involved in a lot of a lot of different meditations and stuff throughout the time because i know you've done the water walk a couple times and Tell me a little bit about the different things that um, you try to let people know about with the Samburu Project um, as far as with your water walk and raising money and stuff like that for the walk so that we can uh, dig more wells for um, that project. 
Well, the most important thing is now, I, I, which I love that the Zamburu Project is doing, if you physically are, are not in Hermosa Beach on the 19th, you can actually do a virtual walk for water. You can still mm-hmm. raise money for the project and send your money in. So no matter where you are, um, your listeners can actually participate in this walk for water. And that's the first year they're doing this. Um, but uh, Hermosa Beach is local to uh, Southern California, and that's where the Zamburu Project is based. They're based in Santa Monica, and they have the support of the community to do this walk on, on every year. This is the sixth year. So we're just saying any amount, a dollar would make a difference, but if anybody mm-hmm. wants to, you know, to donate, they can go to the ZamburuProject.org. They can click on uh, and they can make a donation directly to the site. They can go to Razu.com, which is the fundraising site for all the Zamburu Water Projects, Walk for Water Projects. My project there is under Let's Build a Well and under Sandy Fox for 2015. And um, that money goes directly to, uh, you know, the geological surveys, the drilling of the well in Zamburu, and then two years of follow-up education. Because sanitation is a very big issue in the contamination of our groundwater. And so if there are not places for, you know, clean sanitation, if that's happening just in dugout holes and, and, you know, uh, in the ground, it's contaminating the groundwater. So they go into the communities for two years and helping them to maintain the well, helping them to keep the groundwater clean. Uh, it's, it's really a whole sustainable solution. It's not just like they're going to put a well in there. And actually, uh, the, the villages have to really petition for their well. They have to show that they're bringing the, the community together to care for the well and that they're committed to the two years of follow-up education. So it's really a wonderful project. And um, I just, you know, the model is, is, is really beautiful as, as to how they approach it and how they get the community involved in the, all of them coming together to care for the water well. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the sustainability of it. I just was trying to reach Patrick, um, who's doing the Unify.org event today um, that we've been promoting. And uh, he, I guess, is very, very busy, but he's texting me back, and he's going to try to call in. But... um, Great. That, yeah, we can tell yep. people right now if they're mm-hmm. online to go to unify.org mm-hmm. and to register for the global meditation. And mm-hmm. what I love about Unify is on World Peace Day, they do a global peace meditation. Yep. And this is really powerful. And we know um, uh, that when two or more come together, but we're talking when, you know, thousands come together and synchronize. And this is what it is. It's a synchronized meditation. And they sit in meditation and we focus our love and appreciation and gratitude to water. And Dr. Emoto has done plenty of research on this and that's and other uh, physicists have confirmed his research on the power of prayer, the power of intention, the power of positive thoughts, words, and music on water. So this is what this um, uh, World Water Day Global Synchronized Meditation, Deepak Chopra is involved with it, um, the Shift Network. Um, it's a really beautiful event, and you just have to go to unify.org. It's going to happen in three hours and 33 minutes. 
So it's 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And there are events all over the world, live events, but you don't have to leave your home. You can do it right online and go into meditation with everyone. It will be a guided meditation. So you just, it's yeah, really I'm actually easy to... looking, yeah, I'm looking at the um, the event schedule. Do you have the event schedule? Because I just got it um, sent to me on my um, email, and there's stuff going on already um, all over the place. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and um, it's it's pretty cool. It's it's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it's really beautiful. On, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really beautiful. And also for Peace Day, uh, World Peace Day in September, they do the same uh, kind of event, and um, it's just a really great um, network to bring the masses together to come into alignment with an intention towards water, like today. It's hashtag love water, World Water Day, March 22nd. And just kind of sit in that space um, of reverence. So I think it's um, a really beautiful event, yeah. And it's, um, it's quite an undertaking, and it's really great to see that people are excited about it and coming together. And that's oh, yeah, really absolutely. what it is. Water unifies us. It is the thread that connects all life on the planet. So when we can tap into that and um, really utilize our positive thoughts and intentions towards water, we can heal not only ourselves, our communities, and our environment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I love is now what used to be, you know, kind of a woo-woo new age idea maybe 10, 12 years ago when we started this work is there is so much science about it uh, to confirm, you know, that this is really a a universal truth. And that's really uh, exciting to me. That's really exciting. When science and spirituality meet, I think that's a very exciting because we can we can uh, join everyone together on this. Oh yeah, absolutely. And again, I want to say this is a special edition of Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio with Sandy Fox, and we're talking about World Water Day. And if you missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available on iTunes afterwards, and also as a podcast afterwards. And um, it is also, if you'd like to call in and share any of your um, goings-on or any events that you are doing or you may know about and share with our listeners, our number is 347-677-1036, and the chat room is open. And um, if you'd like to you know, ask a question in the chat room, you may do so. I see there's a few people in the chat room. I see Jeff, and I also see uh, my mom in there. So, uh Jeff Halloran um, is in there. I want to say hello to him and thank you for tuning in. And again, again, if you missed the beginning of this, you can check it out on iTunes afterwards. Um, We're going to be ending our show today with a a meditation that Lex put together that we've had um, for a while. Uh, So, Sandy, now what are you doing for World Water Day today? Well, for World Water Day today, um, not only am I joining in on the global meditation that's happening at 6 p.m., but um, I am just so grateful to be able to speak about water and my passion about water on your show today. Um, That's Mm -hmm. really exciting to me. I really feel that education is the key to change on the planet. We can't fix problems down the road, like after they're already in place. We have to 
be uh, think preventative, and by educating and creating awareness, we can really create positive solutions. So that's what excites me most is education. Um, as a HADO instructor and also as um, one of the founders of the Love Planet Foundation, uh, we go into schools and especially middle schools because that's such a great age for kids to really like get involved. And uh, we talk about food and water and sustainability, the environment, and just little things that we can do, just little changes in our daily life that can make a huge impact when all of us start to create those changes. And I can talk a little bit about our clean water tips, just some of the things we go over. Yeah, why don't we do that? That would be sure. great. Um, first of all, most important, everything that goes onto your lawn um, or down your drain or um, products that you use on your body, you want to use non-toxic household cleaning, bath products, car wash, everything. It's so, so important to transition out of the hardcore chemicals and the synthetics and the parabens and go move into coconut-based you know, environmentally sustainable cleaning products. Like that is just number one because that is contaminating our groundwater, it, um, especially uh, when you're using Roundup or any kind of um, uh, pesticides on your lawn. Um, it People think they don't really make the connection that that's seeping into the groundwater system. And everything ends up at the ocean. There's, um, there's a great book by Joel Harper called All the Way to the ocean and he just tracks that whole path that everything we do no matter where you live it ends up in our rivers and streams and then it ends up in an ocean so we have to think you know proactively and what little changes can we make so one thing is really cleaning with green non-toxic products um, another thing that we're doing here in California, because we're in a very uh, severe drought at this time, is uh, planting native plants. What plants are native to your area, plants and trees? This will help conserve water, and it supports the ecosystem that we live in, as opposed to putting plants and trees that are from like a tropical place in a desert. And so that's going to use twice as much water to try to sustain that environment. And using, again, natural fertilizers, compost, um, just really being aware of what you're putting into the earth around you. Um, my big thing is recycling. Um, it's really interesting. We still have the mentality uh, it's the baby boomer generation and the new generation that everything is disposable. Everything is overpackaged in plastic. Everything is just, uh, we have the mentality that it's just like, oh, I get this and I throw it away. I got this to go and I throw it away. Well, that's going to take a process to kind of change that mentality, but recycling everything, hazardous materials. There's plastics in everything. If you look around your house, your hairbrushes, your brushes, your picture frames, your computer products, your phones. I mean, there's so, if you really were to look at everything around your house that should be recycled, I mean, it would be overwhelming. We're like, wow, I didn't even realize how much I'm surrounded with. So I believe that, you know, we're, the quickest solution is we have to make recycling like a cash crop. Like we really have to 
encourage businesses that recycle and really turn the, the those materials into clothing, into furniture. It's it's unbelievable what you can turn it into. I've seen the most exquisite um, uh, sofas and uh, living room furniture made out of 100% recycled plastic. We developed a line of T-shirts that were, you know, we just kind of test marketed this line that was made out of 100% plastic bottles. Absolutely beautiful, stunning uh, material that's great for working out, yoga. And so, you know, if we can do that, we should encourage, like, big business to do that. So recycling, whether it's just on your local level, on a small level, just making sure that everything gets recycled, and you get money for it. That's the beauty of it. Most recycling, you can turn it in for cash at your local recycling center. So recycling is super, super important. And then food and water, the choices that we're making. We want to eat sustainably, eat organically, eat locally. When we eat organic, we're putting our dollar behind food that does not use pesticides, food that is not genetically modified. So we're telling that industry that, no, we don't want your food, you know, the food that's genetically modified or is doused with pesticides. We want good organic food, and we're willing to put our support behind that. And that way there's less pesticide use in farming and we're supporting organic, sustainable um, fruits and vegetables. Now, one of the interesting articles I saw recently was that who uses the most water in California and it's factory farming for our beef and um, poultry and all of those industries. So my suggestion is even if you can do it, start with one day a week, you know, like Meatless Monday, but start gravitating towards a plant-based diet. You will feel better and you will see great changes in your in your body and your environment and you're saving thousands upon thousands of gallons of water. One hamburger, to make that hamburger, it takes 3,000 gallons of water. And um, and also the factory farming defecation and the runoff is greatly affecting our um, groundwater uh, and environment contamination. And, you know, that doesn't even take into consideration if you can use your voice for good, you know, whether it's an email or signing a petition. We don't want fracking. Uh, fracking great is probably the most poisonous combination of chemicals used to uh, to crack that shale, and they, it's the the to- the toxicity of the chemical uh, chemicals used in fracking. It, it's so bad that they will not even release it to the public, and that is greatly contaminating our groundwater supply. So we're actually seeing some of that in California as well. So, mm-hmm. and I know other states like Texas and Oklahoma, there's more earthquakes happening because of the fracking. So we want to move towards clean, passive energy. Um, we want to move away from toxic environment because that translates into cancer and disease and 
abnormalities in our our births and children, and we just want to stay as close to nature as possible. And when we stay close to nature, we're staying to the vibration, the higher vibratory frequency, because if everything is energy, and that's what Dr. Emoto teaches in his Hado schools, then we Mm want to move towards the higher frequency food and the higher frequency choices that include ourselves and our families, our communities, and our environment. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, I think it's also really important. um, You recently started um, a juice cleanse, which um, is really good for our body, too. I mean, only not just you were telling me how important water is to our body, um, a lot of people don't realize they really need it. What is it? Half your weight in water you need to be drinking. I think you start with a third. If you can start with a third of your weight mm-hmm. in ounces, um, just like whatever your weight is, you would just do a third in ounces of water, and you do that as soon as you wake up in the morning, just to start with as much drink as much water as you can. And you know, this in itself is like a whole nother show because there's so many different kinds yep. of water. People go, "What kind of water do we drink?" Mm-hmm. But just like I recommend about our food, I also recommend that you drink living spring water. You drink natural water that has not been altered or processed or has a bunch of additives or chemicals added to added to it or even, you know, uh, how they make these alkaline waters is by uh, uh, electricity and electrocuting the water. Um, basically, my recommendation and most people that I know recommend like a really nice local spring water like that's sustainable it's you're not flying water halfway around the world but everywhere we live there is a local sustainable spring water available in your local grocery store or even regionally but just really think local that's really important issue as well but living spring water and if you don't have access to it or you can't afford to buy it at the grocery store um, you, what you want to do is at least supplement your diet with it because just like the um, the uh, products we use on our body, um, if there are chemicals in the products that you use, synthetics and parabens and chemicals in, in our body care products, we can put them on our body, but they're not going to truly hydrate because they're not going to go in on a deep level because at the same time the body's taking it in, it's also recognizing the toxins and trying to detox itself of it. So the same thing with water. If you're drinking a water that is not pure, uh, raw, living spring water, the body will take it in, but then it will also try to push out um, so it won't fully hydrate at the deepest level of the cells. Um, Mm -hmm. Also very important, no matter what water you have, we know we can alter the structure of water by just doing that prayer before your meal, that blessing, that giving thanks before drinking your water or eating your meal. That kind of helps purify the energy of the water and the food, and that's really, really important. Um, I'm realizing more how that used to be such an ancient tradition in every culture or many cultures around the world. And now um, we're kind of realizing there's a lot of science behind it. You know, we're actually purifying and um, preparing the body to receive the food and the water. 
So it's, oh, yeah, really, uh, it's really a beautiful, yep. conscious, mindful act. And it doesn't matter what prayer you do or what religion or what your belief, or even if you don't have a belief, just to give thanks. Um, you know, gratitude be your prayer. Um, that that would be, um, it's, it really does change the frequency of the food and prepares the body to take in the food and the water. So, yes, um, definitely uh, um, I recommend if you can supplement your diet or solely drink a living spring water. When we reverse osmose water, we take the, um, the pH down below 6, and that's mm-hmm. actually really toxic. Like I said, most of these alkaline waters, they use electricity, so they say, oh, look, it's an 8 or a 9.0, you know, um, pH water. Wow, you're getting an alkaline water. Well, when the body starts to drink it, it doesn't recognize it as a natural element, and it goes into confusion and distress, and the body becomes even more, and it lowers the pH. So it goes into that um, distress. So, That's awesome. Yeah, so I have it's a couple really, really in the interesting. chat room for you. Oh, okay, um, cool. Jeff, Jeff's in the chat room, and he said, first of all, that he has one of your love bottles. Cool. And um, he puts love and gratitude on, um, on, on I, I'm not really sure what you're saying here, Jeff. It, it doesn't, I, I can't understand. But he says also that he wants to know, he's interested in taking a Hotto class. He wants to know if he can take them online. That would be really think, cool if they offered them online. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I I think there, there's also a, a so much um, uh, value in doing it in person because you will be um, given a meditation course by um, one of Dr. Moto's dear friends and this Buddhist high priest, and it's really powerful to do you know, do it live with each other. But um, you can, uh, the next Hado School is happening in May. I believe it's May 10th, and it's happening in Tokyo. And you can go to HadoWorld.com, and you can learn all about the uh, upcoming Hado Schools. Um, there's several other, um, uh, there's all the information you would need on uh, Patrick's going to try to call in. I just got a message from Great. him. He just got oh, out of the ceremony awesome. now. Still a good time to tap in in a few minutes. Yes, awesome. um, telling him so to exciting. call. Yeah. yeah, hold on a minute. Three four seven six seven seven one zero three six. Make sure you guys call in if you have any questions. But let me see if he's calling in. I just texted him the studio number again. Three four seven six seven seven one zero three six. So um, I'm going to extend the show for a few more minutes because we're um, hopefully he's going to call in. But I hope that answers your question, um, uh, Jeff, um, in regards to the Hotto School. And also, I let her know about that. Also, he said, okay, he says, okay, I just need to manifest getting money for flying to Japan. Yeah, you know what a lot of people do, Jeff, um, for different things is, you know, you try to find a sponsor. If you can find somebody that believes in what you're doing um, and get a sponsor, um, because that's kind of like what um, a lot of a lot of the people do is they find people that sponsor them so they can go 
the different things and absolutely um, you can start a fundraiser yeah. and tell people that you're interested in this he can also stay tuned because more hotto schools will be announced there's i'm um, there's sure to be one in the u.s coming up um this is the first hotto school without dr emoto's presence but there will be more coming up and the team is fully um, really passionate and excited about just training more HADO instructors and getting the, the messages and water out to the world, and especially the children. That was Dr. Emoto's heart work. So, so mm-hmm. Jeff, I encourage you. You can do it, and the right school will show up for you, and you know we're all supporting you in, in, in coming to a training. Yeah, definitely. And um, the thing that I also want to say, about the work um, that Sandy does is it's really cool. I mean, I've I've known Sandy for quite a while, and and the work that you you're very passionate, obviously, about water and us at World Water Day and Global Peace Day and other things that are going on. I mean, not only do you um, expand yourself through your work in the entertainment industry as well. I mean, you're involved in the Chopra Center. Um, like we talked about, and then also with some other projects, and also very much involved with Kristen and her project. Um, anything else that you're currently working on that, um, um, like project-wise, like um, anybody else nonprofit that we want to talk about here? Really quickly, well, be, uh, if hopefully our- Patrick calls in. Yeah, our Love Planet Foundation, if um, any of the listeners would like to go to loveplanetfoundation.org, that is really um, my heart work as well. It was created well into 2001 just as an idea before everybody was going green and the whole you know kind of green movement but it was just our way to, uh, to give back to kids i mean we work in um in cartoons and animation and we we work in an industry in hollywood that's creating all this content for kids but we felt like what how could we give back and just go and and teach and go into the environment. And also part of what Love Planet Foundation did last year for Dr. Emoto's 70th birthday was that we created Hotto Kids. And if you go to YouTube Mm -hmm. and you put in Hotto Kids, um, you'll see two of the little videos that we made to kind of get the messages of, of the messages in water out to little children. Um, so that's pretty exciting. So we create content and media. We attend events where we can have a booth and just speak about our, the environment. And we also create messages that um, will translate into kids in a fun and educational way. You know, So that's part of um, something that uh, is very near and dear to me is really sharing this information and uh, creating um, – awareness in children because they really are the future. They really are our hope for change in the future because they're going to do things in a new way and they're going to create, you know, solutions to what's happening in our planet and they're also going to be the generation that's really going to incorporate new ideas. So, and kind of move us out of this old paradigm of like just using it up and you know, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know that there um, are quite a few people also doing um, water um, meditations and releasing. You know, what I used to do every year is I would go to the beach and I would do a flower release every year for World Water Day. 
um, which was really cool, you know, and do some type of meditation of some sort. Hopefully Patrick can call in. Um, he said he just got out of his meditation. I, I'm reading his text right now. Um, he said he's going to try to call in a few moments. Um, so we're going to just keep talking about our favorite subject here, about World Water Day and about water. Um, now, um, what I wanted to also ask you to do maybe um, is what you and I talked about briefly before was the diff- the about drinking water, um, you know, pl- your your plastic bottles as opposed to people saying that they'll only drink water out of glass bottles. Um, I think that your your bottles are very special, correct? They have a special. Yeah, we were actually in California at our because our water is local. It's High Mountain, mm-hmm. um, and we were the first to get our bottler to actually go with. And this was ten years ago with Regenerate, which is um, one of the first companies to make a 100% recycled bottle. It's BPA-free, and it doesn't use any virgin uh, resources, which is really exciting because we're not using oil, big oil, and, and engaging in creating new bottles. We're using what's existing and making our bottles out of that. They're BPA-free. Now, bisphenol A is like it's an endocrine disruptor. It was something that makes plastic really bendable. So you would find that more in products like a lot of baby products had it. Um, Actually, bisphenol A is on when you, BPA is on, um, you know when you get your receipt from, you go to a restaurant, those Mm -hmm. kind of waxy substance, that's on all your receipts. It's in the lining of almost all of the canned foods. So it's something you want to try to stay away from. As far as the bottled water industry, the IBWA, um, when the, the reports came out on bisphenol A, most, I'd say almost every water company moved out of BPA bottles. So you'll see there's a lot more products that are BPA free, um, which is really exciting. But our bottles are 100% recycled, made locally, blown locally, not from China and BPA free. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I think that's really important. I think the ultimate, you know, solution is glass, but not everybody can do glass. It's very expensive and uses a lot of resources to ship glass. Um, and um, But I think, you know, going back to glass, or what I would think a beautiful solution would be like filling stations in your local grocery stores. Yeah, but, oh, that would but, be But amazing. like spring water yeah. filling stations would be like another, mm-hmm. you know, long-term solution. But for now, I think it's important to always look for BPA-free and to look at where else, you know, that the plastic situation is happening. Now, I know people, we ban the plastic bag, which is a huge, great thing here in Southern California. I think it's really important because those little tiny pieces of plastic bag are ending up in our our sewers, our rivers and streams, and then ending up in our oceans, and the fish and the birds think, wow, that's food. The same thing with plastic. Um, Lex and I have volunteered for Heal the Bay, uh, Coastal Cleanup Day, and when you go there and you think, wow, I'm picking up plastic bottles on the beach, no way. You are 
picking up with rubber gloves the tiniest shreds of colored plastic from caps. You're picking up um, toys, you know, plastic toys that have broken down. And it is like you have to pick through the sand to get these little pieces out because the birds and the sea life are eating it thinking it's food. So I, I really believe, again, it goes back to, you know, are we going to be able to completely eliminate plastic from every part of our life? I don't know if we're going to be able to do that quick enough to solve the, you know, the big trash island in the middle of the ocean. But what we can do is make recycling a valuable industry where it is like we are employing people, we are getting more jobs, you know, um, secured through recycling. We are starting an entire industry around recycling and turning it into, uh, you know, reusing things and turning it into sustainable everything we could we could live in our house could be recycled. People are recycling our toothbrushes and, you know, Patagonia is recycling into um, sportswear, but why aren't we recycling more? And I really think that's a viable solution that will bring more jobs, create a whole new industries. Even in third world countries, we could create places like India and Panama and all these places where, you know, they're, the 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 roads are just littered with plastic and trash and they're living in trash heaps. I mean, they could really start clothing industries and fabric industries out of those bottles. So I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a long-term vision. There are places like Recycle Bank and there are companies that are actually like spearheading this and it's very exciting to me. So I'm I'm hoping that really putting the intention that we can really see the value in that and not just throw things. It's like throwing money out your window. When you throw trash out your window, it can all oh, be it is. turned Definitely. into. Yeah. Now, I just um, texted him again and asked if he was going to call in. He said he's going to call within a few moments. So hopefully he can make it. If he can't, we have to understand he's doing this huge he's event. He's in the middle of a huge worldwide global event. And um, for the listeners, if they want to go to unify.org um, or put in hashtag lovewater if you're on Twitter and all the information will come up. Three hours and four minutes from now, there's going to be a global meditation uh, online and we can all join in with people all over the world sending love, gratitude, and positive intention to water. And not only to the waters of our planet, but we are literally containers of water. So we're creating peace and stillness in our body of water, which is reflecting into our environment because we're all connected, and that's what it is, unified. Um, we're, we're all united by water. So it's very, And we're very also exciting. going to be ending our show today with a really nice meditation, too, that um, Lex put together um, for us. So... Um, Patrick, if you're able to call in, again, it's 347-677-1036. If anyone else would like to call in, we're on the air for a few more moments, and Sandy or myself would be happy to answer any questions about World Water Day or anything else that you would like to know. Um, Now, Sandy, let's talk about meditation and how important that is, because I know you've been doing a lot more meditation lately, and um, water meditations are really important, too, for today especially. How would you incorporate um, um, water meditation with um, meditation today? 
Well, I don't really think there's a separation because we are water and we live on a planet that is it's a blue water planet. So I, you know, I I know today's uh intention of the meditation is towards the water, but really just the act of starting with 5 minutes a day, 5 minutes as soon as you wake up in the morning and then 5 minutes in the evening and then build on that up to 20 minutes each time. Um you're going to notice a difference in your life um greatly. It's going to greatly improve you know, so many things in your life. First of all, there are physical uh, things that happen when you start meditating. It lowers your blood pressure. It's, it regulates your heart rate. Um, it's it's proven, Deepak has proven, he has white papers on this, on anti-aging, how it reverses the aging process when we still the mind, the overactivity of the mind, and it allows the body to go into that regenerative regener- process. And you're actually like, you're like time is standing still. So the more you meditate, the more you're creating that stillness in the body and that time uh, energy entanglement there that's happening. So you're really like outside of space and time. And what you're doing is calming the mind and you're able mm-hmm. to be more centered. And what I love about meditation is the quieter the mind gets, the louder the soul voice becomes. So you're actually more in tune with um, what you're really here to do. What is your purpose? Why am I here? Um, You know, who am I? You know, and these are the questions. They're called the soul questions that Deepak asks in, in the primordial sound meditation. Who am I? What do I want? What do I want? And then what is my purpose? Why am I here? And we ask those questions every day in our meditation, and you will get a different answer every time, or you might get the same answer, but but guaranteed you will get more clear as to why you're here and what you're here to do because that soul voice is allowed to emerge and become louder. And the mind, which works in the ego and under, you know, pressures of social and, you know, um, social, political, family, like what they think I should be doing and just kind of caught up in the day-to-day activities and the to-do lists and all of the worry. Uh, so we're kind of we're put, putting that aside and allowing that to take a rest, the mind to take a rest, and then the soul voice to move forward. And really when that soul voice comes forward, you can um, be so clear as to, and centered in your purpose and why you're here and be able to make decisions based on a more intuitive, you know, uh, place from an intuitive place as opposed to just what your mind, your mind has only been here as long as you've been on this earth, but, uh, and the information you've been able to gather, but your soul is infinite and has been here lifetimes and is part of the collective and will really be able to bring you the highest level of what, you know, whatever answers you need. So that's what I love about meditation. And also what I've noticed in my life, the changes in my life um, since meditating, uh, is that I'm not so reactive to like what every, you know, your buttons just don't get pushed as much. You're just kind of more in a calm, centered space. And um, and I do feel the health benefits of meditating, and so I, it's really exciting. And I, you know, there's there's training that takes you deeper and deeper into different levels of the meditation. But just anybody could just start 
and um, they could start with Deepak meditations with Oprah. They're free. You can do 21 days at a time, and those are online at Chopra.com. Um, you can go to a weekend within meditation training at the Chopra Center in Carlsbad, and that uh, all those dates are available on Chopra.com as well. Um, so that's a great way to get started. That's awesome. You know what? Um, I don't know if Patrick's going to be able to call in, so maybe we should end our show with a meditation. And I want to apologize to everyone in the chat room. There was somebody that came in that um, usually I have a um, moderated chat room, and um, somebody wrote some really (laughs) rude things in the chat room. So I think that they're just basically going and looking for anybody's chat room to just put something weird in is about being an American citizen. So I have no idea what um, oh, what that's about. That's very strange. But um, I want to say to everyone, um, thank you so much for joining us today for World Water Day. And I want to thank you, Sandy, so much. And I know that you do a lot of work with the Hopi Indians, and we're going to hopefully do a show with Vernon soon. And yes, um, his and story can, about water, yeah. That yeah, would be and they can visit just to learn a little bit more about protecting the sacred waters of the West and the Hopi initiative towards, um, you know, protecting our water. And they can go to blackmesatrust.org. And um, I also, Holly, wanted to say we're at two hours and 56 minutes away from our Love Water World Water Day Global Meditation uh, mm-hmm. with Patrick and everyone at the Shift Network and Uplift and Deepak Chopra and everyone else involved. So um, please go to unify.org, uh, register, and you can join us online in two hours and 56 minutes, and we'll all be meditating together. But thank you for sharing this meditation um, from Lex and A to Ohm, um, and it will kind of get you in the in the space, and um, I really appreciate you having this special show today because it's the people in media that help get the messages to the masses, and when you're spreading the good word and the good messages, it just raises the vibration and helps us create more positive change. So thank you, Holly, for being a woman for water and peace. You're <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. I'll talk to you um, all later, and again, this has been a special edition of Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. If you missed the beginning of the show, it will be available on iTunes afterwards and also on demand. And um, let's end our show today. And Patrick, we're sorry. We missed you. When you listen to this later on, he keeps texting me. He said he's been trying to call, but for some reason he can't get his signal where he's at. So... Um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and end with our meditation that Lex has so um, amazingly um, given to us today for today's World Water Day celebration. And again, thank you so much, Sandy, for being here today and for doing such an amazing job with water in our world and educating people. I think there's a lot of really great stuff here that we've learned. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And with that, we're going to end with our meditation today. Thank you, guys. And, um, oh, real quick before I end, um, next Wednesday um, I will be doing a show with Ivan and we're going to be talking about water again. This time we're going to be talking about the fluoridation um, that they're doing in the water and how that's really hurting a lot of people and um, what we can do to prevent that and how we can get the fluoride out of our water 
um, in areas where it's starting to hurt people. So um, that's next Wednesday at 2 o'clock. And then the following Friday, I'll be having um, a very amazing book author, um, Playground of Life, um, on Friday. So make sure you tune in for that. And with that, let's end with our meditation. And again, thank you so much, Sandy, for being here today. Thank you, Holly, uh, and happy World Water Day. Thanks for joining me, guys, on Sunday. Yeah, (laughs) you too. Here we guys go. Thank you.